We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Little Rihanna there coming back from break after a, uh, a really strong halftime performance for her um, where it was later revealed she was pregnant giving the performance, which makes it that much wilder. Um, Entertainers, but they could do it, man, no matter what. When the lights come on, right? Hell All yeah. the lights. I think she has a lot of hits, though. A lot. <laughs> a I lot said to hits. my wife, because I'm a Rihanna fan, but I, I was like, man, I wonder how many of these songs I'm going to know. And I think I knew almost all. I knew everyone that came on. There was one of them early, but it may have been like a newer song. I don't know. But it was a ton. And I just wish Jay-Z had come out for Umbrella. But he can't come off of that. He and, he and Beyonce about to go on tour. She's going on tour, and you know he's going to show up to, to a lot of her concerts. So they got to just keep that mystique. Yeah. But he's like, he was there. You know, he's kind of a part of the NFL. Yeah, and he's sitting next to his wife saying, you're not giving nobody else none of your, damn, uh, your, your popularity. You want me for that. All right, John Kime is saying commanders are also trying to set up an interview with former Ravens offense coordinator Greg Roman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's been available for a few weeks. Yeah. Well, if they're trying to set it up right now, there may be some little doubt in what they may get from what they've been waiting for. I suppose, yeah. Let me tell you one thing about this whole football thing, what I pick up. Whatever they say, we're going to start thinking something else. That's why football is so damn loved. They said they wait on Eric. There are two other people who are getting the interview and one already got a job as soon as the Super Bowl ended last night. And today we're hearing that they're supposed to be interviewing Eric, but now they're going to bring in a guy that's been available. So that's an immediate speculation, right? <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah. I love the the pull of the damn NFL man. Timeline doesn't seem God. to make a ton of in- sense. So here's something interesting that happened over the weekend, and perhaps it was last week, late last week. But we know that 76ers owner Josh Harris ch- was at the facilities, checked it all out. We know he's a serious bidder at this point. Apparently, there's one other mystery bidder that got to tour the facilities or maybe touring them today even. So the ownership stuff is in the news. There, there is a lot going on here. If you just remember what we've been told all along is after the Super Bowl, 
They're going to try to get this thing wrapped up before the owners' meetings in late March. Everything adds up. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe Robert Kraft, (laughs) owner of the New England Patriots and certainly a powerful, powerful player in the NFL, Robert Kraft was asked about Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos while Kraft was doing an interview with Fox Business. And Kraft thought he would be a great owner. I'm going to try to grab this audio for you, Landini. Because let's talk about where things are. And, and Landfill, do you have the guy's name? I'm trying to I'm blanking on what my man's name is. But I heard that Josh Cosman is a reporter for the New York Post up in New York. And mm-hmm. Sheehan had him on this morning. Cosman had a story last week about the commander sale perhaps not getting close to what the rumors had been financially. Mm-hmm. This is a tweet from Josh Cosman last week. New York Post has a free newsletter called On the Money. The top item is an exclusive on how efforts to sell the Washington Commanders aren't going well, and some are hoping Jeff Bezos will deliver a game-saving play. Article was apparently online, but it I never I haven't seen the article. But and it, wasn't it top first offer? The top was six three, something like that? That has been reported. I haven't are I they now saying that they want they don't want to accept that or they, they expected higher? What I, was let's let do we have Cosman landfill? This is Josh Cosman, who seems kind of weird to me. The only way you can read this article is if you subscribe to this New York Post newsletter and now it the article isn't anywhere. So but Cosman spoke this morning via Kevin Sheehan. It's not that it's completely inaccurate. Those were indications of interest just to get you across the threshold to do due diligence and raise your money. So um, there were indica- there was an indication of interest. Actually, there were two at around $6 billion, But that didn't mean they had the money. So Josh Harris does not have the money to buy the team itself. Uh, by himself. So he's scrambling for co-investors. Okay. Um, so is the mystery bidder, from what I understand. Uh, and it, it, this is well-sourced, and I think both parties um, are scrambling for co-investors, and they both might not believe, from what I understand, that the team is worth $6 billion. Mm-hmm. I would think that... I have a hard time... I've had one conversation with somebody... And I think the co-investors are in line already. I don't think that's I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's I'm looking at this point because he had enough co-investors for five billion. And if you jump into this one knowing that it could go up, I would suspect that a bus- a man with that business savvy has what he needs. So he came. Josh Harris came about his money via the hedge fund world. Mm-hmm. He was a co-founder of a Apollo Global Management, which as of last year 
had $500 billion in managed assets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the managing partner of the Sixers, the Devils, the co-founder of a hedge fund. And I'm saying hedge fund. If I have the wrong term, please forgive me. I don't know the crazy money Wall Street world that well. Maybe it's private equity, whatever the right term is. And I think they just bought a, a big chunk of Crystal Palace over in England. Um, rough estimates for his net worth are between 6 and $7 billion. And I would add, all that's required of putting the money down is 30%. So say, say this thing goes for $6 billion. 30% is what? 2.33? Right? Is it $6 billion? Say the team's getting sold for 6 Say Hell, say the team's getting sold for 7 What's 30% of 7 That's going to be 2 point something. Right. I, seems like he's got it. And that's before, like, I think the suggestion that a dude that already owns two professional sports teams in the United States can't come up with the money, it misses the mark for me. Now, if they want to say we've looked at this thing and and don't think this should go for two billion more than the Broncos did, okay, I'm not sure I would agree. Thirty percent of those six is one point eight billion. Okay, he's well over that. Right, I, 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 I'm not trying to dismiss anything, but I can't help but wonder. This seems like encouraging this Bezos bid from the heavens to come in for a massive amount of money. Hell, Bezos could be the damn mystery bidder. Does anybody really know? Nobody knows what Bezos is doing. That's what I'm saying. So it's a mystery bidder, and they don't know who it is. There's Harris (laughs) and a mystery bidder and maybe Bezos. But I'm just saying, the mystery bidder could be Bezos. Sure. If you're looking to... The last, if you, if people know you have a certain amount of money, wouldn't the last thing be to let them know that you're really into it? Because they're gonna try to push you as much as they can. I might just sit back and say, "I'm gonna bid this as a mystery bidder, and I don't know who I am, right. or let somebody else bid on my behalf." This is more from Josh Cosman, who is a reporter for the New York Post, with a new report on the commander sale. So um, I think they're both hesitant about it even being worth six, and they both are scrambling for co-investors. So it seems as though, although it's fluid, it seems as though neither party is going to get to six. And then then, 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 then what we'll see, then, then a lot can happen. Okay. Fluid is certainly the appropriate way to describe this ownership situation. Everything's going to be fluid until it's finalized. I just, if they don't want to pay six, I can I can wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. You you've gotten to look at the books. You you can, they've got lawyers and analysts and they Harris at least is from the money business. He, he knows. knows he knows what he's making in Philly. He knows what he's making with the Devils. Uh huh. He knows Remember, what your margins need to be. The Broncos went for 4.65. They 
They may say And he was with, prepared to go to five. Yeah. With all of the things happening here and all the extra money we have to spend, we don't, we don't think six billion is the number. I think it's a drop sum. You know, we get texts from all kind of places and things like that. And I know a lot of dudes that work around a lot of people. They deliver to people's houses and they know certain people. Right. I just got a text to say two to three weeks this thing is going to be finished. Because they have a, uh, someone has a best friend that works with Snyder. Brian, the amount of texts <laughs> and emails and random things I've gotten about, hey, Bezos already bought this. It's a done deal. This yeah. is just like, this is just going through with the process about, I tell you like Byron this, uh, Allen about David Stewart. I've gotten about a lot of all them, sorts of people. But when I get them from certain people, it's when I begin to pay attention. And I got some information from the same person before. So I'm I'm thinking, listen, man. When you know, I, I'm always thinking outside the box when you're talking about stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a story being given from people who's trying to sell a team and trying to get it up to a higher price. That sounds. It sounds like someone is trying to negotiate in the paper to make it go up. Like how many times we hear about free agents, and we hear, well, a lot of teams are offering, are interested, or this team is offering that amount, but they never ever say who the teams are or what happened. So right now we got a mystery bidder and Josh, and have these people hit a number that they don't want, and they're trying to push it up. See what I'm saying? Because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not discrediting anything. What else do we hear from the New York Post? That Dan's going to make Bezos sell the Washington Post in order to buy the commanders? Yeah. And now it's, uh, these offers aren't high enough. We'll see what happens. He could be he could be walking it back. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It just seems like there's some correlation there. I think... You think they're walking anything back? Do you think? Do you think this genie goes back in the bottle and we no. get to week one of twenty twenty three and Dan's still the owner? No, I think I think right now you're as hot as you can be. Because let's be real, you lose some more fans, some more sponsorships. You're not as sexy anymore. You know, there's been a lot of people trying to sell a house and they've been, you know, they wouldn't take a certain offer because they wanted a little more, want to push it, want to be a little greedy. And then all of a sudden, the person who had the best offer backs out. Now you're scrambling. You don't want to be in that position, do you? Desperate person trying to sell something never gets the best deal, do they? It just, I don't know, man. I, I... I see what weirds me out, and perhaps this is just because I'm not a subscriber or whatever. I want to be able to read this article. This is the internet. There's infinite space. Nobody's getting chopped for inches like the newspaper. They still got to make money. But, Brian, I can't read it. Like, I can't even get to the page where the article exists and I need to log but if in. It, if it makes enough interest to you, they feel you'll go clicking. No, I'm trying to click. It, it's... There's no physical article. If you subscribe, you can see it, huh? I don't know, man. 
because Denton Day, who produces Sheehan's show, and <clears throat> Andrew Livingston, who I, I follow on Twitter and know that he's like a hardcore commander's internet ninja, neither of them can find it. And they're asking this author where it is. Where is it? And he's like, uh, he wrote. So why? So my little thought a moment ago may not be out the box. He's being told certain things to say right in the story because they're trying to push this price up. Well, I, we don't know that, but it's it sure is I, weird. I, 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 I'm not saying I know it. I'm speculating like, like right. most people do right, right, right. in our business. I believe, based off of how this sounds and the fact that nobody can find a damn article, that this is a whole let's push it up thing campaign. Especially coming from a place that seems a bizarre. Now you're in New York. You got business reporters. I get it. That's where this deal, on some level, will emanate from. That's where the money is, the biggest money. And people, everybody thinks, oh, Bank of America securities. They got to be in Charlotte. I'm guessing Bank of America's got an office in New York. Yeah, office everywhere. <laughs> right. I got a buddy that works on Wall Street. I'm gonna reach out to him and have him do some investigating. He knows about like those nine, ten figure type things. <laughs> I, I mean, what I know about the internet is if this was written somewhere where people could read it, it would exist somewhere. I someone would be sending it to me now. Someone would be tweeting it to me now. Somebody would be texting it to me now. It's very odd. Landfill, you're the chief BS officer. Is it odd to you that we cannot read this story? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a little odd. Things on the internet. It's hard to disappear stuff from the internet. But I guess if you're, like, super wealthy, maybe you can do that. Or maybe possibly all those UFOs over the weekend. Have it, yo. Can we? I'm just I, saying. I think we need to talk UFOs. Maybe that happens tomorrow. But there's a lot of UFOs going on. And they, we're just they, kind they, of accepting it. But they call it an unidentified flying object. No, they shot it down. They know what the hell it is. There's four of them in like five days. And they and shot them down. And we know what the Chinese balloon was. These are other things. Yeah, I think other people are taking up. I heard this uh, analyst this morning talking about it that. Since it came out, now people are just taking the opportunities, and they're getting to them a little too quick. I don't know. It, but like, it, let's just say it ain't popping out of no damn where. They're being released from somewhere. It, they better sure. figure that Outer out. Outer space. Nah. Yeah. Uh, Omicron per CI8. That's where they're coming from. I, I don't even know what that means. Um, we haven't got to do it yet. I want to talk commercials. I want to talk halftime, uh, Rihanna's performance. I liked the Caddyshack commercial. Maybe we'll go through a rating of the commercials. And and I kind of want to ask something about the Super Bowl particularly. How much attention are people actually paying to all the other stuff? Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. A lot going on. I want to shout out a bunch of people have now sent me this article. <laughs> From the New York Post, it, man, internet ninjas have no bounds. They can get everything done. So, Josh Cosman is the reporter for the On the Money newsletter uh, for the New York Post. I'm just going to read this. It says, efforts to sell the Washington Commanders aren't going well, and some NFL insiders are hoping that Jeff Bezos will deliver a game-saving play. Indications of interest from a pair of prospective buyers for the crisis-ridden football franchise have come in at the $6 billion requested by the team's controversial owner, Dan Snyder, but it's not clear whether they'll be that high in the final round. Among those looking to replace Snyder is Josh Harris, the former Apollo Global Management bigwig who also owns the Philadelphia 76ers and New Jersey Devils. One other mystery buyer has submitted a bid and appears to be the only other suitor. They're struggling and there are only two buyers left, a source said. They bid $6 billion each but don't have the money yet. With a net worth estimated by Forbes at $6.3 billion, Harris is rich but hard-pressed to write the $1.5 billion equity check that the NFL would require for the purchase so that they own 25% of the team, according to people briefed on the matter. To close a $6 billion deal, a bidder would also be allowed to take on a maximum of $1 billion in debt while raising $3.5 billion from multiple minority investors, a tough ask that may not be so attractive in any case, given the team generates just $150 million a year in EBITDA. I think that's some financial term. Mm-hmm. E-B-I-T-D-A. Anybody? Uh, earnings before, give me the letters again. E-B-I-T-D-A. Earnings before... Interest, taxes, deductions, and amortization. Sold. Sounds good to me. (laughs) According to a banker close to the process. That's not a problem for Bezos, whose fortune is currently pegged by Forbes at $123 billion. I think when they realize they can't get to $6 billion, they'll go to Jeff Bezos and say, it's yours for $6 billion, the source said, reckoning the two current bidders may end up with offers closer to $5 billion in the final round. So this goes on and, and talks about Bezos maybe not actually being interested, that Bezos might be more interested in his rocket company sending people to the moon. Um, there is a, a bit of a deadline here. Snyder's, Snyder's advisors at Bank of America are asking for an update on February 15th. Their goal is to have an agreement in place before the owners' meetings on March 26th. Um, then there's some question if, if they, a sale doesn't happen, could it be forced out? And there's no clear answer on any of that. 
Um, and then they point out how weird it is for Bezos not to be at the Super Bowl. I guess he's been there in years past. I um. <laughs> oh, or did he just say, "Look, I'm not gonna go there and answer all these damn questions." I'm sure he got enough big houses around the country where he could throw a pool party and probably have more fun than anybody there. Probably be a fun pool party. Oh yeah, like the one Gronk. Dre was throwing in uh, Straight Outta Compton. With that Gronk's. The Gronk's was probably pretty fun too. Y'all used to sit in the lobby, that, that little bar we went to, <laughs> right? At Talking Stick, and they were coming up the stairs. Best place to be sitting. Now, here's where I'm not sure I can agree. Harris was down the line to buy Denver. Yep. Harris is down the line to buy the Commanders. Yep. He is clear. He might not be. He's already it, jumped the hurdles of the NFL. Right. I believe he has a a minority stake in the Steelers. And if money's an issue, what club does everybody want to be in? The NFL. Yeah. Sell one of the other teams. Sell your minority stake. Let the Sixers or the, the Devils go, and you're good. I find the money stuff hard to believe that it's not available. It's certainly interesting, though. It's maybe a well-funded campaign, JP. Well-funded misinformation <laughs> campaign. Yeah, to make somebody think that the other person don't have the money. It's a hell of a phrase, the old well-funded misinformation yeah. campaign. We didn't have a ton of time today just because we got, I don't know, I enjoyed talking about the actual game for most of the day and then the enemy and the Roman stuff, and we got to dig into both. Yeah. What we think of Roman. You want to run the ball two to one. Greg Roman's your guy. Um, <laughs> but we can do a quick Super Bowl halftime show with Rihanna and commercials. My wife said to me, I think it was like the, the second commercials of the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I forgot we're supposed to pay attention to the commercials. And she's right. Like, all right, these are supposed to be the, the best and coolest commercials. I, the only thing that really made an impact on me is the preview for the movie Air about, like, the development of the first Air Jordans. That I will go see. I saw that. I I really liked the one with uh, John Travolta. And uh, I forgot the other two characters' names. But the guys, one of them is a movie star. They were singing. That was real cool to me. Um, so I went with that. As I went through it, I go, boom, that's my number one. Uh, Mick Michelob with with Serena, Mick Ultra. I mean, dude, I, with a Caddyshack. the Caddyshack deal. That one I liked a she lot. She had one prior Just to I that too. Caddyshack, but yeah, when she did, it's kind of weird, but I liked it. Did she do a she? They did the speech basically off of one of these previous movies in one of the other commercials she was in. They did a. I thought it was a take on Big Lebowski. When they were in the bowling alley, it was like Serena. And she was speaking, telling everybody how they got to get ready and fight through stuff and all that. Oh, maybe I don't. Yeah, I, she uh, she was in two of them. Um, so I I really liked the cat the Caddyshack, the Mick Ultra thing when everybody was involved with that. Landfill, did any commercials stand out to you? Or you, please. Uh, the only one that I really remember was the John Travolta, Zach Braff, Donald Faison one. Yeah. It's the one B started, yeah. right? No, that was good. There was the Breaking Bad commercial. I'm a fan of Breaking Bad. I don't think that commercial was that good. I, the, the the commercial that stood out to me most was Air Caddyshack. How do you run a commercial for Cocaine Bear 
at 6.30 on the East Coast. Like, every parent watching that game with little kids sitting next to them had to answer some real weird questions, myself included. That should be a good thing. Uh, yeah, sure, but I, I wouldn't mind not doing it. Yeah, but I and mean, then, what was, they going to see stuff. As long as they see it with you and you answer, you're good. What was really bizarre, all right, but explaining that to a four-year-old is pretty difficult. Like, an eight-year-old, sure. But regardless, you got Cocaine Bear at 6.30, and Disney, just a, a, a heartfelt Disney commercial, comes on at 9.45 p.m. Well, we swapped those around, man. <laughs> Put Cocaine Bear on at 9.45 and Disney at 6.30. Am I crazy? Nah. 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 Never too early for cocaine bear. They're, they're, they're trying to get the impact, man. They may spend a little bit more money. I want mine early in the in the game. They had to put cocaine bear on at six thirty because that's when they told everybody the game was going to start. So people turned the TV on. Then they bait and switched us and didn't start it for fifteen more minutes. The liars. You were mad. I'm pissed. I called for prosecutions. All right. You must not watch Super Bowls every year because they always late. I hate it. I refuse to watch the pregame shows just because of that. Well, that's how they get you. Is you think it's going to start at 630 <laughs> yeah, and it you're starts turn it on. At, if they tell you 645 next year, you turn on starting at 7. I don't think there was a play from scrimmage until 650. Probably. The kickoff was at 643. Then they, I think they immediately went to commercial. If I remember one thing about the Super Bowl, we got warm. We went back into the, the locker room. And when, by the time you got back to the stadium, when we finally ran on the field, you had to warm up again. So here's a thought, and I don't know if you guys will agree with this. As our entertainment options have quadrupled, I think the entertainment of the Super Bowl matters far less. I think Rihanna was good. I don't think she was as good as last year's. Others disagree. That's fine. Um, But, like, the commercials, like, when I was a kid, those commercials were a huge deal because it was the first time you were seeing them, and a lot of them became iconic. I feel like there were so many, like, Cool Budweiser commercials. Dirt. You remember remember the What's Up guys? What's Up? But you know what? I I think all of this stuff still matters. It's just that we have gotten a little old and got to a point where we feel like it's not. But there are a lot of people who still can't wait for that. Shout out to Neil Katzif and Keith Schimmel. I got to meet the What's Up guys. Got my picture taken with them. It was it was. It was a big deal, B. Wait for the Bazaar. numbers to come out, then we'll know there's a lot of people that don't agree with you. The, like, viewership? I mean, just the... I think the Super Bowl drives the viewership. It does. It does. But And that's why the money that they spend <laughs> tells you that it still works. You disagree, Landini? No. I just love the wide <laughs> commercial. And I, I had a bunch of people tell me they, they, they just watch it, wait for the halftime show. They can care less about the game. God bless them. Uh, if, if you're one of those people and you only watch for the commercials, don't call in. But if you like sports, here's what you got to do. Caller number 10 will win a four-pack of multi-day passes to the Premier Lacrosse League Championship Series at the St. James in Springfield, Virginia, February 22nd through February 26th. You can buy tickets now at PLLTickets.com or caller number 10 right now is going to win tickets to the PLL Championship Series, February 22nd through February 26th, 800-636-1067. He cherished the franchise and what it brought to his beloved hometown. A lot of work went into getting the Nats here. A lot of work went into building Nats Park. A lot of work went into building a winner and 
We know what the Nats have become over the last year or two here, but they were one of the best teams in baseball for the better part of a decade, and Ted Lerner deserves real thanks, not just for the baseball, but for what bringing the Nats to this part of the city meant for this part of the city, the jobs, the buildings, the restaurants, all of it. I I don't know how much – I don't think this part of town where we are, and and Brian and I are sitting about three blocks from the center field gate, Mm -hmm. I don't think this part of town looks anywhere close to what it did without Ted Lerner. Mm -hmm. You're right. So we want to say thank you and send our regards to the Nationals organization. Now, switching gears ever so slightly, every day on this program, we conclude it by making bets for tonight's action. It's time for her to hear first. So I'd like to start with a quick straw poll, if I may. Um, Jeff wasn't here on Friday. Mm-hmm. which apparently he told people that he wasn't coming, which Landfill sort of believes, I think. Yes. Now, Jeff's not here today, also claims he told us. Do you buy that, Brian? He claimed he told us he was going to be here today. What do you think is more likely? Jeff hosted a Super Bowl party and was out till 4 in the morning? He didn't, I, didn't, I don't recall him telling me. He, I don't remember him telling me either. And if he sent something in a text thread, believe me, I probably didn't recognize it. Landfill do you believe Jeff told you he wasn't going to be here today? I don't remember it, but I did just, Beamich just said something that made me think, do you think he did one of those voice texts that none of us actually listen to? I yeah, never once click on He got to stop the Not voice one text. time. The voice text is a little weird. Did Drab know? No. <laughs> Landfill, it's only the day before and the day after the Super Bowl that Landfill's been running things on his own. We so, made it, though. <laughs> we made it. Well, we say we made it with the assumption that Jeff's going to be here tomorrow. I think he'll be here tomorrow. I talked to him, so he's not. He's, he's, he's doing living. okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's be sure to bring up that time he prank called the show on a day yeah, where he yeah. just didn't show up. Yeah, and, and, and was very, very vulgar. It's like MJ's, MJ's baseball period. All right, let's make some bets. Uh, I don't know who won last week, but I know that Jeff is disqualified for not being around. I won last week. Well, I won on the Chiefs yesterday. Six Super Bowls in a row, baby. I, I did some winning, too. I lost a fair amount, but I won more than I lost. So did Hold I. on. What did you – what did – I know you had the Hurts anytime touchdown. Yeah. I know you had a Kelsey anytime touchdown. I just bet, like, overs, basically. And rushing yard overs, receiving yard overs, a lot of them hit. I also uh, – on the doink, I bet that that drive would end in a field goal attempt. So oh. that was pretty silly. Dude, you could get crazy. I think there were places out there you could bet that there would be a doink. Yeah, I think it was like plus 450 Kelsey, or something. Kelsey, over 60. Devontae, over 60. AJ, over 60. Over. I had Juju catches and yards over. Parlayed. I lost to Pacheco. I had him going under. Plus 697. I had a big day, dude. I had I had I had big boy bets on the Chiefs and the over. So it was a good day for all of us, it sounds like. <clears throat> Anybody got any picks for tonight? I'm taking the Nets plus two and a half. They're playing the Knicks. Battle of New York. Battle of the Burroughs. Not Joe Burrow. What do you got, B? Have you looked? I can go. I haven't even looked. 
I'm going to take. I'm trying to figure out how, what we're going to do now that football's gone. I know, dude. Yesterday I was sad. Now the good news is Landfill has told me mm-hmm. there's only 206 days until football is back. 206 days, B. We can make it together. We're all in it together. Give me the Pacers plus one and a half at home against the Jazz. I'll take the Trailblazers plus one and a half against the Lakers. Thank you to everybody that listened to the program today. Thank you to everybody that called in. Guests coming back tomorrow. We'll have Pete and Nate, I assume. Going to open these phone lines up, talk about Greg Roman or Eric Bieniemy. What are the commanders going to do next, and is this thing ever going to get sold? Condolences to Ted Lerner and the Lerner family. Grant and Danny coming your way next. If you made it this far, I owe you DC Brown. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.